Allison Ditko, we need answers. Sean Timmons, we need answers. Tate Chop, yeah. we need answers. Want to ask him all these questions. Yeah. And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number 126. Not sure if there's going to be a 127, but thank you for joining. We have a great episode for you guys today. Today we are leaving no stone unturned as we dissect Kara, the new AI judging program brought to us by Infinity. Not only will we hear my initial thoughts on the program, but much, much more. We dive into Kara's potential impact from improving judging precision to getting rid of favoritism in the sport. Is Kara the next step in cheerleading or is it a threat to the sport authenticity and then we'll share a diverse range of opinions from the cheerleading community giving you a glimpse into how Kara is thus far being perceived but before we get into that if you are new welcome to the show where we are bringing cheer education and entertainment for both coaches and parents alike and when we can bridging the gap between parents and the coaches new episodes every Tuesday on Spotify on Apple Podcasts and on Google Podcasts quick Shout out to Claire, who helps us stay on top of things on IG. Shout out to Jenny, who edits the pod. Shout out to my mother. Love you, mom. Shout out to Sheila, Sarah, Robin, Chanel, Tamara, Heather Peterson of Flipside. Pablo, representing for all the cheer dads out there. Our mate, Michelle. Mike, the lead mean coaching machine. Heidi. Adam, Jasmine, Casey, Melissa from the Sweet Miss Bake Shop. Check her out on IG. Lauren Clark, The Juice, and our newest supporter but longtime friend, Bode. Say hi to me. It's my birthday, Beal. Thank you to everyone who supports the podcast. I truly appreciate it. And if you want to help support the show financially, there's a link in the show notes to do so. But if you're looking for the best free way to support the show, guys, we have a new, and I repeat, a new survey out that I would love for all of you guys to participate in. We did a survey about 18 months ago or so. This one is completely different and it would mean the world to me if you would go ahead and fill out that survey. There's only a few questions on there. You do that, you will help make this show better. I'm the cheer director at American Cheer, AKSC.com, sharing with you my life, running a program, managing a staff, coaching the athletes, and working with the parents. And on the other side of the microphone is a cheer mom who represents all of you parent listeners out there and asks the questions that you guys have at home. Don't be less when you can be more. Be more. What's good? (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of on vacay mode because we're leaving on a trip on Thursday. So kind of organizing everything with the girls and cleaning the house, getting everything packed and ready. So other than that, I am good. Practice is going as normal, just trucking along like preseason practice almost. And the season is upon Mm -hmm. us sooner than we think. How about yourself? Didn't you just, well, I assumed you went on some vacation. It was Labor Day weekend yesterday or it was Labor Day yesterday. So did you do anything yesterday? Honestly, I worked on Saturday and Sunday and Monday, we just really like 
hung out at home and just chilled. We had some plans to go to the lake with our friends, but uh, that didn't happen. So, you know, we just had like a relaxing, like stay at home weekend. We're always on the go and always doing something. So it was actually kind of nice to like just be home and relax. Yeah, I feel you. Good stuff. Well, I figured you would be, you know, <laughs> out doing your thing. Labor Day, we, you're like, we're going on vacation this weekend. I'm like, we all just got back from vacation. <laughs> Changing it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Pismo with staff. So that was really cool. That was a, that was a really good time. We get into all sorts of adventures with staff. So it was a really good time. And you know, it was our yearly annual staff retreat to the beach. So good times, had a lot of good fun. So, um, here we are back on the grind Tuesday, short week. Let's make it happen and let's go. Anything else we need to talk about catch up on before we get into this question of the week? I don't think so. All right. Well, then, guys, we're we're diving straight into the show. Guys, we have up right now the Sounds Like That question of the week. Sounds Like That, the official music provider and music producer for the Let's Talk Cheer podcast and all of our American cheer tracks. If you guys need hot fire music the way we have it American, I know you guys are jealous. We walk around. We have our boombox. Kids are going. We're amped up. We're in the warm-up room. If you want to get bring that swag to your team, to your program, go to soundslikethat.com, you know, get something, tell them the Let's Talk Cheer podcast sent you and you get 10% off your order. And if you want to send in a question for the Sounds Like That question of the week, you can do that link in the description, link in the show notes. And, um, you know, we try to get to all of them. So let's hear this week's question of the week be. All right. So this question of the week comes from a cheer mom. She said, hi, cheer mom here. My daughter is 11. She has one year of prep and two year of elite level one experience at two different gyms due to one closing. We moved to another state over the summer due to my husband's job and missed elite tryouts, debating whether to have my daughter do a half year prep team starting in December or just wait until spring for elite tryouts for next season. She's still taking tumbling classes at our new gym. It's really up to her. I wouldn't make her be on a team one way or another. I do feel a half season prep team would be worth the experience. Sorry, she said, do you feel like a half season prep team would be worth the experience? Or do you think she needs or do you think she would just be frustrated after being on an elite level team for two years already? She's working on level three tumbling skills. I appreciate your podcast. Great question. So real quick, can you remind me what level elite she did again? She did level one elite. She has two years of level one elite experience. Oh, so she did one year of prep, two years level one elite. Yep. They moved mm-hmm. gyms. She missed tryouts yep. for the elite team. Now they're wondering if they should do a midseason team, a midseason prep team or not. Yes. There we go. Great question. Thanks for sending it in. There's so many different places I want to go with this right now. You know, the one thing that is funny, though, I thought about this as you're asking the question. Coaches and owners, as choreography ends and comp season is around the corner, running your first full out is coming up soon. And if you're like most coaches, you just hit play and pray. But luckily for you, I have a preparing for full outs system, a step by step, week by week system that will get your team ready to start throwing full out routines join me september 23rd and set your team up for success heading into the comp season link in the show notes to sign up today is when it comes to all-star cheerleading parents and families have such pride 
when it comes to moving down a level. But they don't have that same pride when it comes to doing school cheer. Now, when you look at your kids' all-starts in general, in general, I'm not saying every single time, but in general, most of the teams at the all-star program are a lot better than the school program. Right now, there's some give and take there, whatever. I get it. But in general, most of the all-star programs, the team, all of them are better than the high school team, but they will gladly do the high school team, which would be a, a level down as far as like their skills are concerned, but won't level down as far as the team is like their all-star gym, right? Like, oh yeah, I'll do this team. You would do that team, but you won't do our level two team at the gym, right? All these kids have back handsprings, right? You can, all the kids can, every single group can easily do a straight up half up extension. And this team is struggling on every stunt they put up in the air, but you'll gladly do that, right? So a quick observation, like it's only in like all-star cheerleading that they won't like level down or kids will like, oh, I won't do that team. But then they'll go to their, you know, they'll cheer in college and some of these colleges are a hot mess. Like, oh yeah, cheer it here. You're like, all right, whatever. But to answer her actual question, I actually had this quote. There's a girl, as lots of you guys know, uh, years ago, 20, what's the 17, 18 season, we decided to get rid of our world's team, disbanded of the world's program. And, you know, we had like eight or nine kids or something like that on the team. And we we're like, you know, this just is, we're not doing this. So you guys can go wherever you want. If you want to cheer here, we got the senior level three team. Other than that, you know, you have a blessing, go cheer wherever you want. And some kids left, some kids just did high school. And I remember one girl was like debating whether or not she should cheer or not. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. And I guess she called like an old friend and I was like, Hey, you know, I don't know. Should I do this or should I do this? And I remember this girl did end up doing the team, but I remember what her friend, she told me what her friend had told her, which was if you love cheer, you'll cheer on any level. And I was just like, man, that's a good, that's a good quote. I like that. If you love cheer, you'll cheer on any level. So I'm not against this athlete, uh, you know, especially because they only did level one. They only did level one. Yes. Go ahead. Sign them up for the midseason prep team. You know, I'd probably have slightly different feelings about it if it were level three or higher. But level one, I would say go ahead, sign up for it. They're still young. It gives them opportunity to be a leader on the team to showcase their skills and not to be complete rusty. It'll get you introduced to the coaches, the style of the program, and just everything that's involved in the season. You know, we had a kid, as most of you guys know, we are in a multi-sport facility at American Swim dance, cheer, gymnastics, you know, ninja zone, everything, right? And when we have a TNT team and one of the other directors like, hey, Jason, we have a kid who's interested in joining fundamentals. And I'm like, cool, sounds good. And he's like, yeah, she's in TNT. But when he said it, I didn't think she was on the TNT team. For those of you who don't know what TNT is, tumble and trampoline, right? So they just, they all they do is tumble, right? When he first told me about it, I didn't get the impression she was on the team. I thought she was just taking classes is like just tumbling classes that then she was interested in doing fundamentals. And I was like, cool. And then later on, I'm talking to him and I realized, oh, this is a team kid, like a team kid who wants to do fundamentals, our 10 week program, right? Once a week, hour a week, brand new cheerleaders, right? And I go, oh, if she's a team kid, she's probably gonna be really bored doing fundamentals. It's like basic, 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 basic. And so I talked to the mom and you know, she's all about, they're like, yeah, you know, she'll do fundamentals. All right. It's going to be pretty boring for a team kid, like kid who's used to competing at a, a very high level. It's going to be very boring. And she goes and she does fundamentals. And then she did midseason, right? Ours is even midseason prep. Ours is novice. So she did midseason novice. 
<laughs> and then she made, and she's a really good tumbler, uh, really good tumbler. And then she made Junior Blue. She was on Junior Blue last year. We put her on Junior Blue so she could learn how to base. And then we put her on Senior Three so she could tumble, you know, somewhat at her level, which Senior Three wasn't even at her level for real. And now she's on, you know, Senior Red, right? Tumbling all over that routine. So, and basic at the same time. But if midseason isn't too good for this kid who came from a TNT team doing all sorts of flips, your kid can do midseason prep from uh, level one. I'm not saying that this mom said that she was too good. I you know it kind of sounded like that. But no, I, I would say go ahead and do the midseason level one for all the other benefits. Obviously, it won't quite be at her level, but I think there's so much more benefits to being on a team. And it's only midseason, right? So it's going to start in November or October or so. So yeah, go ahead and do it. Get the, the rust knocked off and get ready for the real season. So there you go. B, what, what's your, uh, what you got for us? I think, well, since they're new to the gym, I mean, I think I would just like talk to my daughters and just say like, hey, it's not the same as what you're used to being on elite level one, but it will get you used to the coaches and how they run practices. Because me personally, like I think that our midseason prep coaches run practice very similar as the elite coaches do. Not exactly the same, but I think they run them similar. So it gets them used to, it's not a culture shock when they go from the prep midseason to elite. I think it is a change, but not like a crazy culture shock. So, you know, and then if she really wants to be in the gym and she really wants to cheer, then what? Ca- it can't hurt anything. It's not going to pull her back down. It's just going to get her prepared for next season. Yeah. And there's one thing I always try to emphasize to athletes, especially those trying out for their college team, is you want to become a person and no longer become a paper. When kids walk into tryouts, you don't know them. You don't know their personality. You don't know their you don't know their temperament you don't know anything about these kids so they come in and they're all just pieces of paper to you and you're judging these kids strictly on the little interaction you had with them but mostly it's on the skill that they through that day or, you know, those couple of days over tryouts, you know? And so you want to become, you want to go from being a piece of paper, right? Just the skills to becoming a real person. And you become a real person by having interactions, right? So frequently emailing the college coach, hey, you know, and just having conversations and phone calls and just becoming real to them, going to the clinics and and all of those things, right? Showing up for recruit days, right? And so then you become a person and then the coach knows who you are. And I promise you this, if it is even between you and another kid, you will get the nod every time because you're now a a real person. And so I would say the same thing in the situation. You want to become more of a person, right? You're coming to, you're new to the program. When you're new to the program, you know, they look at your skills and they just go, okay, we're going to put you here. But, you know, you do a mid-season team or a prep team before trying out for elite. Like the coaches get to know who you are. Oh no, she's a super hard worker, right? I know she doesn't have the level two tumbling, but she's such a hard worker or she's such a great base like we and we have a spot on the level two team let's go ahead and move her to level two because we're missing a person and you know i think she'd be a good you know fit for that squad right and so you want to put yourself i think getting in earlier is better than getting in later so there we go question of the week wrapped up send your questions in let's make it happen unless you got anything else for us be nope i'm good boom all right well let's get to our break and then uh, when we get back oh we get back we're talking kara let's go now before we get back to the show i need you to Listen up. We've heard from many of you who are eager to dive into the preparing for full outs training but can't make the live call. 
Well, we've got great news for you. We've taken your feedback to heart and transformed it into an accessible on-demand online course. You can now access the Preparing for Full Out system at your own pace whenever it suits you. No need to worry about scheduling conflicts or missing out. This comprehensive course will walk you through every step week by week, just like the live training. So whether you're a coach or an owner, this is your opportunity to equip yourself, equip your staff, and equip your teams for success as the competition season approaches. Don't wait any longer. Enroll today to start your journey towards full-out perfection. Link in the show notes. And we are back. All right, guys. So over, was it over the weekend? I guess it must have been, it had to have been over the weekend. Over the weekend, Infinity announced their new AI scoring computer system called Kara. So actually, before I go ahead and explain, so me and B are going to dive into that. But before I go ahead and explain my initial thoughts on it, what we're going to do is play the, uh, for the, I mean, it was everywhere. So, but if you haven't heard it yet, I'm going to go ahead and play the audio for you right now. So you hear exactly what we saw this weekend that me and Beering got dive into and you know share our initial thoughts with it. Imagine a computer that can watch cheerleading routines. We created a patent pending computer vision AI called Kara. Kara stands for Computer Assisted Routine Analysis. And it can help the judges by telling cheerleaders if they did the moves correctly or they missed them. The AI doesn't take the place of a judge, it doesn't choose the winner, but it helps judges make fair and consistent decisions. It's like having an extra set of eyes that never miss something. You did the trick or you didn't do the trick. And was the trick performed correctly? And by how many people? This will allow the judges to do what they were meant to do, and that's concentrate on the bottom half of the score sheet. That's why this season, we will have the only computer video processing AI, Kara. Cheerleading is a real sport. It's time that we treated it that way, and Kara will help us do that. Rethink cheer. Boom. And then it goes into a bunch of like video clips of kick double baskets and you know, all the flashy stuff. But you know, that's the basic. That's all the uh, audio that they gave us, right? There we go. So let's dive into it. What are my initial thoughts, which people were like, hey, you know, I want to hear you talk about this on the pod. All right, we're talking about it on the pod. Here we go. Yeah, I think it's cool when I, you know, I've listened to it several times now and I wasn't overly excited about it. I'm not super down on it though. I mean, to me, what it seems like is that it's just going to count athletes. Now, I didn't get the feeling, but the more I listen to it, the more I feel like, oh, maybe I guess it might give an execution score. I mean, not execution score. It might rank what the execution is, but when I initially heard it, I didn't get the feeling that it would give any execution scores. I thought that it would only give a difficulty score, and not necessarily give a difficulty score, but just say, this team had 20 kids on it, and this team of 20 kids kids did 15 standing back handsprings and therefore they are in you know the high range because they did you know this many whatever oh this team did you know this team of 27 you know 
athletes did 22 round off back handspring tucks. And so they are going to be in the high range, right? And that's kind of just the feeling I got from it so that the judges could focus on the technique of the routine. So the judges can focus on the bottom half of the score sheet. Typically what we consider the bottom half of the score sheet is just all the subjective things of the of the sport, which is basically routine, composition, like overall impression, dance, formations and transitions, like all of those like things that you wouldn't think you'd be able to get a, a computer to do. Like that's what we kind of consider the bottom half of the score sheet. So with that being my initial impression of it, I wasn't too one way or the other because I didn't feel like that it couldn't have a negative impact on the scoring since it's doing things that could be easily corrected if missed or if wrong because since we're on the code of points system like if it misses it I mean judges miss it all the time and what do we do when judges mess something up we just go and challenge it and go hey we actually had we had 20 kids throw it you only counted us for 18 and then they just go and fix it so if the computer messes it up I I just figured it'd be the same thing that the computer messes it up we were just people already mess it up so we can just go and challenge it I just think it'd be less errors you know with the computer counting it so anyway B what are your initial thoughts on it I mean I'm kind of all over the place when it comes to this I you know we had talked about it and I was like oh okay you know like when we got off the phone I was like I'm gonna look into this and then I kind of was like no I'm not gonna look into this um (laughs) I'm not (laughs) I'm not gonna like deep dive and like get all the information because I feel like there's still not very much information out there about it the first thing that I like think of is the world in general not just the cheerleading world the world is evolving so things are changing and most people don't like change I myself don't like change so it's I can guarantee at least 75% of people or parents they're like this is this is dumb like the, why are we doing this? There's so many rooms for errors with the computer. And I mean, I honestly think that too, but I also go back and think the world is evolving. If we don't start change and something will never happen. I'm not exactly sure how I'm wanting to say this, but you'll get used to it after time. So there's a lot of kinks that I'm sure have to be worked out. And if it takes some stress off of the judges to give us better, more accurate, if they're able to like fine polish, you know, the way they judge. If this takes that off of them, I think it's a benefit for parents and coaches. Parents, because there's a lot of parents that are really into the score sheet. And if you've been here for a while, you know, I'm not really into it. But I mean, I think it could be a good thing in a year or two. Mm -hmm. Once all the kinks are worked out of it, I personally am not really going to stress or concentrate on it too much just because it's like anything, you know, you got to work the kinks out of it. I mean, how many people people have an Apple phone and they're still Apple updates every, you know, six months, mm-hmm. three months, like they're constantly evolving and changing things. So that's kind of my thoughts on it. Like I'm whatever about it just because you can't change anything about it. I will be very curious to see how well it does in a year or two once mm-hmm. the kinks have been worked out of it and they've been using it for a while and we get feedback from judges because there's no feedback right now from how well it's done and helped the judges. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, after 
after that, I'll be able to say, oh, cool. Or yeah, we could leave that out, you know? Yeah. Again, I don't know. It's just all based on me watching the video. Yeah. Again, my impression is that it's only going to be counting kids. That's really what it seemed like to me. That's only going to be counting kids. And then it leaves the judges to actually judge the routine. Because right now, what a judge, if I'm the tumbling judge, what I'm responsible for is counting the kids, making sure that enough kids are doing X amount of skills. I have to count what skills they're doing. I have to make sure that they have a most pass and a majority pass. I have to make sure they meet their max requirements, right? And there's all this math that the judges have to do just to get into range. And then after that, that same judge is still responsible for judging the actual technique of the routine, right? How did those tum- how did those athletes perform? Were their ankles together? Were their ankles apart, right? So they, they're doing two different jobs at one time. They're counting the kids in the same time where they're counting the kids and distinguishing between what passes they did. At that very same time, they're judging how well the athletes actually perform that pass, right? So they're doing two different things. So my initial take on it, and the same thing for the stunting judge, the stunting judge is counting how many stunts they put up. Did they do four elite level appropriate stunts? Okay. And how many groups did four elite level appropriate stunts? And what were those elite level appropriate stunts? All different elite level appropriate stunts. And as they're judging that, at the very same time, they're judging the technique of those elite level appropriate stunts and they're judging the creativity of those elite level appropriate stunts, right? So they have to do like these three different things at the same time, right? And so when I first heard it, it seemed to me that coaches if we're coaching all year long shouldn't we be learning all year long as well training shouldn't just happen in the summer coming up january 5th through the 7th of 2024 next gen is hosting a two-day skills business and leadership conference in beautiful sunny san diego california Featuring keynote speaker Jeff Benson, friend of the show, Callie Ray Seitzer, my old teammate, and Sean Guzman, another friend of the show, and get that mid-year tune-up we all need to finish the season strong. Learn more and get registered at ngconferences.com. Link in the show notes. The AI would just be counting kids. They did five elite level appropriate stunts. These were the five elite level appropriate stunts they did. Yes, they qualified for the high range, which would just leave the judge to just judge the actual routine. Okay, the foot was flexed. The, you know, the timing was off. The bases, you know, could have been more stable. The formation was off, whatever the case may be, like actually judging the routine, not necessarily counting the kids at the same time. And if the AI is, again, my opinion, if the AI is just just counting kids, it seems like it would be a benefit for the sport to leave the judges complete focus on judging the routine instead of counting kids. When you think about gymnastics, right, they're on the code of points. Since they're on a code of points, the gymnasts walk onto the floor knowing what their difficulty score is already going to be. They just walk on the floor. They already know what their difficulty score is going to be. Their coaches already know what their difficulty score is going to be. If the crowd has enough wherewithal, they know what their difficulty score is already going to be like everyone already knows what it's going to be right when you listen to the olympics you hear the judges go well her starting difficulty is a 13.9 right like we all know what their difficulty score is already going to be because they because they do that same routine and they submit it well i'm not sure how it works but all these 
skills have values already associated with them. And so, which leaves the judges free to just critique the actual routine. Did she hit the handstand at 12 o'clock or her feet apart or her feet together? Did she land and step? You know, all those different things, right? And so that being said, I, I think it's a good thing to allow the judges more time to focus on the technique of the routine and not have to do so many jobs at one time. And if they get the difficulty wrong, we're on a code of point. We already know what our score is supposed to be. So if I get a, a whatever, 3.5, and I'm supposed to get a 4.0, like I know that as a coach, I could just go, hey, your AI missed it. And judges are already missing things. It's not like it's going to go set in stone and like whatever. Well, AI said it is what it is. Like we can just go back and like, yeah, well, it missed a kid. Like we're already missing scores already or missing kids and getting scores wrong. You know, I don't think it's going to make it any worse. So that's my initial thoughts on it. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it'll, you, they're going to have to work the kinks out of it. And we only know so much from just that little video or, you know, sound so far. So I will be curious to see how well, I'm not saying that it's not going to do well, but I will say I will, I'm curious to see how well it will do in the future, a year from now, two years from now, the max potential that they'll eventually push it to for judging. And I have no idea what they will do, but I think it could be a benefit to the cheerleading industry in the future. I feel you. And then another question is, Infinity created it, correct? Mm-hmm. So is it only going to be at Infinity competitions or is it going to be something that they like, it's like a subscription that you can subscribe to it and rent it for your competition? You know, see, B, now you're thinking like a business person. you like, <laughs> yo, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> I'm just wondering, you know, like, I mean, because think about it, like varsity is like, is huge and, you know, majority in the cheerleading world. And there's a lot of different event producers. And is it going to be available for everybody? I mean, we go to, which, you know, we're not this year, but we go to the Jams Nationals in Las Vegas. So is it going to be available for Jams? Is it going to be in the future available for varsity to use at Mm. their competitions? So that's where my mind kind of goes. Like, I imagine Infinity would just try it out with just their competitions for the time being, but it would be a big business flop if they didn't yeah. make it a subscription to other people once they, if it works out, you know? Well, they're sure to let us know. And it's patent pending. <laughs> it's patent pending. <laughs> Don't y'all try to steal nothing. <laughs> we got this on lock right now. Don't you think about uh. it. <laughs> Allison Ditko, we need answers. Sean Timmons, we need answers. Tate Chalk, yeah. we need answers. So uh, maybe we'll get someone from Infinity on and we'll uh, and we'll talk all about it. We'll talk all about it. So here's your official invite. Yeah, want to ask them all these questions. Yeah, there's your official invite, guys, to come on the show, talk to us about Kara, and uh, let's make it happen. But actually, so I saw this online, as we all did, saw it, looked at it, I was like, okay, cool, whatever. We'll talk about it on the pod. I got on to TikTok. And then good follow on TikTok for you cheer parents out there. I don't follow a lot of cheer parent accounts, but another question. <laughs> story. Another parent that I do follow on TikTok, like another just cheer mom out there who I follow on TikTok, she had made a post about, you were stealing my friend's content, blocked. It's like a sound or whatever. So she like just did this thing. And so the way she did the sound just cracked me up. So I was just like, who is this person? If they have content worth stealing, like maybe they're worth a follow or whatever. So she's like, oh, it's this person. I'm busy 24-7. I think it's I'm busy underscore 24-7. I could be right or wrong about that. Anyway, so I started following 
following her and she actually does have some really good stuff on there. And so I started following her, but she had posted, she basically just said, hey, there's an announcement. I want to hear you guys' thoughts on it. And then replayed the audio or the video, same way we just replayed the audio, right? And so a ton of comments up and down that thing, all from parents about this Kara. And, you know, for some reason, just got my blood boiling. There's just so much misinformation out there. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I feel like we will take this time to, for me to at least debunk the the things I am quite sure about. I don't say quite sure about, but we're going to we're gonna go through some of these comments and talk through, yes. you know, what I saw online. So we'll do that when we get back from the break. Make it happen. Allison Ditko, let's go. We need you. You guys always hear me talk about Sounds Like That, the official music producer of the Let's Talk Cheer podcast. Well, Sounds Like That is actually part of a bigger music team, Power Music. Power Music, your number one source for licensed cheer and dance music with over 750 pre-made mixes. These pre-made mixes are perfect for a variety of teams, including half-year teams, prep teams, novice, school, dance, and more, with prices starting as low as fifty. Say it louder for the people in the back as low as $15 and full two minute and 30 second tracks are available for just $95. You can easily find the perfect mix for your team, no matter the budget, but that's not all. You can also customize your mix with voiceovers, sound effects, song swaps, and more. With instant downloads available, you can have your perfect mix ready today if you wanted. Head on over to PowerCheerMusic.com and use the promo code LTC10 for a 10% discount on your purchase. Link in the show notes. And we are back as I said before the break, Kara, a lot of hot stuff, a lot of, we're talking, a lot of talk about Kara right now. And so we're going to dive into some of these comments that were left <laughs> on the video, not the original Kara mm-hmm. video, but a different Kara video. And so, um, B, do us the honors, you know, read one, any, any one you want. Okay. This is from, I'm just going to say the name because I don't know this person, <laughs> but it's from. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say the name. I'm putting them on blast. Yeah, I'm just going to put him on blast. Uh, Betsy Ross 45 on TikTok. Not I don't Betsy like Ross. <laughs> That's <laughs> Yeah, Betsy Ross. She says, I don't like this. You're pressuring the girls. They already have the pressure to be perfect, to be even more perfect. How? Like, my first initial thought is, how are you pressuring the girls? So we don't know what Kara is actually doing. So let's just base it off of Kara is counting athletes, okay? That's all we're basing it off of right now. How is counting athletes pressuring them to be perfect? So that comment is irrelevant right there. Like, let's just throw that comment out the window because I don't understand how you're pressuring the athletes to be perfect when you don't even know what Kara's doing. So yeah, that's my comment on that one. <laughs> there you go. Betsy Ross 45. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel, yeah, I, again, when my initial impression was that it's not judging the technique of the athletes or giving a score. I, when it said it's assisting, to me, when it said it's assisting the judges to lead the judges to do what they need to do, right? Did they, how many did their skill? You know, did they, what skill they did? Like all that just led me to believe it's just counting tech or not counting tech. It's just counting kids 
how many kids did it, what skills they did, and it's not actually giving a, a score. And if it did give anything, it feels like to me that it would give them a technique range. Now, I don't know what it does, but to me, it seems like it would go, that was good to moderate technique. And then the judge can go, yeah, I agree. I'm going to give it a, a whatever. Or that was poor technique and not giving it an actual, that was a 3.9 because of whatever. I don't know. But to me, I don't feel like there's any extra pressure because I don't get the idea that it's actually going to give a technique score, which is what Betsy Ross seems to be implying. And there's already, there's pressure on the kids anyway. They got to go out there and they're getting judged. They're already getting judged, you know? Like, so, you know, uh, Justin Carey always says this about AccuScore. When you go to AccuScore, so you might not have known this, B. When you go to AccuScore, which is like where you go to challenge scores at competitions, right? So if I get, if I feel like they gave me a a deduction that we didn't have in our routine, I would go to AccuScore and they would go and review that. The caveat is, he goes, he always says this, you know, we will comb through the routine though. If you challenge a score, then we will comb through the routine because it's called AccuScore and we want to make sure the score is accurate. So you, it's very possible that you go to AccuScore to challenge one thing and come back with more deductions than, than you went in with. It's like, oh, you didn't have a tumbling touchdown, but we didn't catch your stunt fall in the back. And so now we're going to give you a stunt deduction and you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, so they can go and actually do that. So, you know, with AccuScore, I, I think what we all want is for it to be right. I, at the end of the day, I think all of us want the scores to be accurate and for the scores to be right. And if it's going to move us towards accurate scores, then I don't think there's any more pressure. Just me personally. We'll see. All right, go ahead, B. The next one, I'm not going in any particular order. Gunslinger Girl says, I love this because Summit wouldn't be a bunch of favoritism. Well, I can't speak on this too much because I've never been to Summit. So I'm just going to leave that to you. I think when I've been to Summit three, four, five times, I think I can speak on that. This is up to you. Here we go. Yeah, it's just another thing where I just go like, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> I just love that you laugh. <laughs> I'm trying to talk and laughing. <laughs> Jason's gonna get him. <laughs> no, but it's it's by infinity, right? It's by infinity for Champions League. Summit ain't gonna have nothing to do with this. If if Summit is a bunch of favoritism, the favoritism will still continue to happen because it's not a varsity thing. It's an infinity Champions League thing. So yep. the favoritism will continue. There you go. Yeah. Clearly people don't think like business people, you know, because <laughs> it's it's introduced by infinity. We don't know who all is gonna have access to this yet. Okay, moving on. Next one. Next one. That under underscore mama underscore B. This is a joke. All-star cheer is going to run more and more people off. Leave it to the mega gyms at this point. The monopoly continues. So my first initial thought is, what are you talking about? Like, (laughs) (laughs) where did you, I don't understand. Like, where did you get this AI, Kara? Where'd you get Kara and running people off? I mean, if I read between the lines, like I get it. Cheer is getting more and more expensive and less and less people are able to do it because just because of financially in our economy and just all kinds of things, right? But how is this going to run gyms off is what I, like her question. I, it's not by varsity. So they must not have listened to the tape very much. Because yeah. when she says monopoly, that's what, I mean, I hear it in the world and I'm, varsity, don't come for me. I'm not saying that you're a monopoly, but us parents in the cheer world sometimes refer to you as a monopoly. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I when I think of that, it says leave it to the mega gyms. Like, what do the mega gyms? What cheer athletics have to do with this, right? Like, what yeah. does World <laughs> Cup got to do with this? <laughs> State rates is like, what do we do? Well, why are you coming at us right now? So it's <laughs> such a random comment. Leave it to the mega gyms at this point. The monopoly continues. So yeah, it's just a random like. What does that have to do with anything? It was just a most the most random thing ever. Like leave it to the mega. And I, you know when they said monopoly, I actually didn't think varsity. Um, surprisingly, I feel dumb now that you're like varsity. But because they had said mega gyms, I was thinking the monopoly. You know because all these mega gyms have multiple locations. So I was thinking those monopoly, mm-hmm. like, oh, there's only, you know, these 10, you know, super gyms in the in the country. Like, you know, the monopoly continues yeah. for those guys, for California All-Stars or whatever. So, but yeah, I, I don't know what this has to do with any of that. So parents just be leaving random comments. I'm assuming that's a parent. It has to be. It really does. <laughs> well, her name is Mama B. That Mama B. It's well, a parent. There you go. And it ain't me. So don't, don't be thinking it's me, Okay. <laughs> This one comes to us from <laughs> be more triple underscore. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, uh moving on. I love lemon lime Gatorade. These are TikTok names, people, so you know. Um they said I hate that they said trick instead of skill. Made this seem fake to me. No, nope, another be, parent be, just before you go off, I'm going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gym owners, do you find yourself working 100-hour weeks? And then did you know that being underpaid and undervalued is the number one cause for owner burnout? The business coaches at NextGen, some of my good friends, can help you get out of that rut. They, in fact, are gym owners themselves, so they've been in your shoes. The NextGen coaches work alongside gym owners to help them grow their programs and build their profits. So if you want to learn more about how NextGen Next Gen can help you. Book a call at nextgenowners.com. Yeah, and this is, oh man, I, I already posted this on TikTok. So if you follow me on TikTok, jasonc.larkins, um, you already heard this take, but it's funny. I had, I watched the video the first time. I had my initial thoughts on it. I saw the I'm busy 24 seven post. And then she had like a repost, like a later, like she responded to to that comment. And I was like, what? And so I went and rewatched it. I was like, oh yeah, they said trick instead of skill. And it's funny. It made me realize like how cynical people are. Like they said the word trick trick instead of skill and that makes me angry and i was like yeah coaches use the word trick all the time oh that was a three trick basket oh i told the flyers hey guys you need to keep the weight on your standing leg don't keep it on your trick leg it's got to be in your standing leg it was a three trick pass and coaches use the word trick synonymous with skill all the time and so and apparently it's something that parents don't know. And so when she heard the word trick, it get her all riled up and angry because that's not real cheer terms. When in fact it is real cheer terms, right? Like it just like it just like made me realize like how like why are we getting angry at the smallest little things? Like they said the word trick, you know? So I don't know. Seems fake to me. <laughs> so. Oh, I just think like what's fake about it which you know i didn't know that coaches use trick instead of skill um but honestly nor do i care like right that's not something in the world to for me anyways maybe it is for them to care about but i just whatever that's just like a keep on scrolling type of comment next and last one in this screenshot that I got is I don't even know how to pronounce their name I know it has Norval in the end of it because that's a spray tanning solution I use (laughs) 
test this AI on historical routines and see how close it would be to what happened. I think that is the most, I don't even know what word I'm looking for. Like that is a good observation and comment. And, you know, I don't know what Infinity has done, but hopefully they have done that. Hopefully they have, you know, tested it on old routines. You can't tell me that they haven't done that, which I would be so surprised. <laughs> All right, guys, we ain't tested nothing. <laughs> Just going ahead and doing it. Our you first know? competition. <laughs> Let's do yeah. it. Let's see how it works. But I, I, I can totally understand that comment. And hopefully it worked out. I mean, hopefully we can get somebody from Infinity on here and they can tell us that they did test it on a historical routine. Yeah. What? Yeah. So what they typically do, again, this is just on my observation, my experience in cheerleading. When they switch score sheets, even when they don't switch score sheets, what they do is they test, like when they're training judges, they, yeah, they test it on old routines and see how close it came to the previous results. So they'll go and, you know, I'm not sure how many routines they do, but, you know, it's part of the judges trainings and a part of like introducing the new score sheet is that they'll go and all, you know, last year's routines and they'll go and see how the AI or not the AI, I'm assuming in this case, the AI, but how the judges did or how the score sheet compares to this on the new model versus the old model and try to make sure that it's accurate and giving, you know, feedback, or whatever. So I am, I would bet a very large sum of money that they did lots of testing on old routines. I saw somewhere on there, like they need to make the, the testing public. <laughs> like, What are we talking about right now? Like, Who's doing this research? I don't know. It just like made me laugh like the results need to be public for us to see how the AI did and yeah, I don't know so anyway that made me laugh and we got one more question I don't even know who said it but what if the AI gets it wrong which I already had mentioned yeah if the AI gets it wrong we already deal with judges getting it wrong with people getting it wrong especially with code of points it's super easy because they tell you if you do four baskets you will get 4.0 whatever the basket score is you'll get a 4.0 if you do four baskets and if you get something other than a 4.0, you just go to the judge and go, hey, this said we, we did four baskets. Here's our fourth basket, blah, blah, blah. Give us our points. Like we already have to do that already. And I, I remember saying last year was the most we had to go to AccuScore. You know, I said on several episodes that it was so bad last year going to AccuScore because the judges were just flat out missing kids. Like they were, they were just flat out missing how many kids were doing it. So we we're like living in AccuScore last year. So more than any other year before missing kids who were doing skills. And so it can't be any worse than that. Honestly, it can't be any worse than that. So, and I would assume this, when you get a legality, they like double check it, I believe. Or I'm not sure if every competition does this, but I know at some competitions, if I call a legality, it then goes to you, Brittany. And Brittany, you got to go and go, nope, that was legality. And then it goes sent over there. And then I like, it goes through like a process. And I would assume because we know, or if they haven't figured this out, they'll get there. Because we're on the code of points. And, and just to clarify, I haven't said this, but you should already be assuming this since I've said it so many times. Infinity is using the United scoring system, right? So they are going to be on the code of points. It's not like they're using a different score sheet. So they're using the United scoring system. And because they're on code of points, United scoring system, when we all know what exactly we need to do to get in the high range. So I would assume that as soon as you saw a team wasn't in high range, I would have a person double check that, like a human judge double check to make sure because they spell out how to get into high range. You need 
to do four baskets. And if a team didn't get four baskets, I would go, hey, head judge, you got to go double check, make sure that they didn't do four baskets before we send this down there, right? And then have it human verified that they really didn't get into high range and then send it out, you know, okay, yeah, it looks like I don't see four baskets here. And then send it out to the, send the scores out to the coaches and then the coaches go, and go, oh, well, you know what? He missed it too. Let me go find out. So just an extra layer of, of accountability and checks and balances for before they get sent out to the people. That's what I would assume to do just anytime it didn't meet the high range to go and double check it to make sure. So anyway, but um, I had, oh, go ahead. Before we, I had to go to her TikTok and read some comments. Um, <laughs> Are you about to pull out some more? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, th- this one is actually pretty cool, which I think my initial thought is they're from who are you again? Question mark. I'd love to run my routines through this before going to competition to see what my girls can improve on before they hit the mat. Once we figure out or they release what all Kara will be doing, I, I could see this being beneficial to gyms pending what Kara does. Mm -hmm. I really truly could. It's a really good, this is a really good point. And we used to use exactly what I want to do cheer match back in the day. Remember cheer match? Um, the virtual competition we had them on um, a while ago but cheer yes. match they just had such thorough judging and one of the big reasons we wanted to go everyone talked about how thorough the judging was and I was like oh we'll do this at the big, big beginning of the season they'll rip us the shreds and then I'll know exactly what we need to fix and what not need to fix you know I, I've said this before but sometimes I just get lazy with wanting to send in our legalities I'm like man I don't want to send in this there's 8 billion things in this routine I got to send in everything in our legalities and so I was like but if we go to cheer match they'll rip us to shreds they'll tell me if we have any legalities and then i could you know have a little bit more peace oh real quick quick announcement this is totally off script, but you reminded me. I was informed. So they do the rules audit every year for USASF. You go to the USASF conference, you're able to go sit in. You, if you want to become a judge, a safety legality judge, you have to go through the rules, you take the course, and then you take the test and you know you become certified or whatever. But you can sit through all of the rules as the audit and not become an actual safety judge, just so you know all the rules. So that was basically my job at PCM. Every year, they'd send me down. Down to the rules and go, hey, Jason, you're going to go learn the rules. I didn't do anything else at the conference except for go learn the rules. And they'd send me down and I would sit in the back of the class and learn all the rules for cheerleading. Um, and that was my thing, which is why I had like such a like a foundation for the rules. Anyway, but I was informed that it comes with our USASF membership is the rules audit. And that is going to be available online. When it is available online, I will make an announcement to everyone. I was told, can you do this for me? Of course course. USASF, I got your back, homies. When the rules audit is available for everyone to take online, I will make that announcement. Guys, it is such a good thing for coaches to do is sit down and hear all of the rules explained to you from level one to level seven. It will change your life in the way that you look at the sport and you can just, oh no, that you can't do that. It's illegal, blah, 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 blah. You need to keep up on it every year because the rules change every year, but it really set a great foundation for me as a coach. It was just such a 
a good tool for me to have and have a good grasp on on all the rules. Because B, believe it or not, most coaches don't really know the rules. They kind of know what's legal. They know what's legal-ish in their level. Like they know you can't do a back handspring in level one. Like they know that type of thing. But the rules are very, very, very detailed on what you can and cannot do. Most coaches don't really know the rules. And so, yeah, this is a great tool for, for coaches to have a real understanding of, of how the rules work. So anyway, continue. <laughs> Carry on. I there's another comment on here, and I I don't know. I don't know. I'm just gonna read it. Um, it says, <laughs> "When in doubt, shout it out." Yeah, this is from. This is the only other comment that I was like curious about. It's from Raquel Taylor, and it, she says, "All AI is essentially racist." What happens when a darker skinned cheerleader member or cheer member does the correct routine, but AI can't process it because of their skin tone? And there's a couple comments underneath it that says they agree because our gym is predominantly African-American so majority of our girls have darker skin. There's another comment that says first thought since almost all athletes in the video are white slash pale was this tested on darker skin athletes to ensure fairness. So that's my only other comment that I was seeing that I wanted to talk on and I understand where their comments are coming from but I I mean I don't want to assume but I kind of need to assume that they have tested it on that. I don't know man have you seen that have you seen that it was a super bowl commercial years ago uh maybe two or three years ago it was an android it was a google phone commercial and it was like they had the iphone up and it was like these black kids and they're like this is this has been my life and they're like showing photos of um like black kids right mm-hmm. i don't know young adult like in the college you know college age kids and it's like for years i've never shown up in photos <laughs> it's like all these like dark photos and you can't see the black guy and it's like all these photos and then it was like and then it's like but now google Google has solved our problems. And like the Google photo, you're like, hey, you can see my homie now. Let's go. So hopefully they use <laughs> Google technology and not Apple technology to resolve this issue. But what, on a more serious note, that is a good point. I would, it's a good point, but I feel that uniforms and shoes and like there's so much more than just an athlete's complexion that is out there on the floor. Yeah. So like, you know, that photo, like what I was talking about before was like really you know and I guess I don't know I guess before I was thinking I'm not sure how it actually reads and I, I don't know these answers right and, you know, I'm just watching it the same way you are but you know in those original photos it was like hey my face isn't showing up in these photos right and so I think mm-hmm. there's a lot more identifiable points maybe for the AI to recognize uniform shoes bows you know are they not going to recognize black uniforms on the floor or you know yeah. I don't know so we'll see those are all great questions for uh, infinity ask them so they dare to come on. Yeah, we need, we got questions that we need answered and I'm sure there's so many more out there. So um, please, Infinity. (laughs) We'll make it happen. So yeah, anything else? Anything else we need to get to, B? No, I don't think so. All right, B. Well, it's been another great episode. Let's have a great week. Yep. Hey, B, love you tons. Love you tons. All right, guys. Five, six, seven, eight. We're We're out. out. Hey, Let's Talk Cheer podcast listeners. Although this episode has come to an end, there are a few other cheer podcasts out there that you can add to your weekly routine. If you're a gym owner or gym director and want to dive more into the business side of things, then check out the Connecting People and Profits podcast with host Dan Cotton. If you're a former cheerleader and want to hear the success stories from other former cheer athletes, after their cheering days are done, then you'd love the Life After Cheer podcast with host Danielle Donovan. 
And if you want to hear the stories of the best athletes in the industry doing it at the highest level and their perspective on how to change the narrative of the sport, then the Spill the Cheer podcast with Tony G is for you. Check one of them out. Check them all out. And I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for watching the Let's Talk to Your podcast. Definitely subscribe so you never miss out on anything from the show.